Discover the ins and outs of the oil and gas industry right now with Roy Holly, Kim Bilotto, and Alvin Bailey in the Oil Patch. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer. Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, sponsored by Steer and the Kalick Auto Group. I'm Roy Holly, along with Kim Bilotto and Alvin Bailey. Kim, welcome to the show. Good evening, Roy. Good evening, Alvin. A lot of great things going on, and we have somebody special coming up as our guest today. Yes, we do. Our guest will actually be Rebecca Klein. She's got a great background, and we're going to be visiting with her in just a minute. But first, Alvin, ask the experts coming up, too. We all get asked a lot of questions about what's going on in the oil and gas industry. You can email me your questions, and we'll ask the experts. Here's the email address. It's expert at shalemag.com. Again, email me your question expert at shalemag.com, and we're going to ask them. And we're also going to do something uh, that we've been doing again today. We're going to do it a little bit different. We're going to tell you how you can win a $100 gift certificate to Texas Pride Barbecue in San Antonio. Kim, anything else? Uh, well, I wanted to also just discuss how Shell has been busy covering this session and uh, some of the bills that are really important to oil and gas in the community. Some of the bills we will be having guests on board that basically will break down the bill, help the community understand the importance of them and, and the benefit to Texas residents. Okay, stand by. In the Oil Patch is coming up right after this message from the Calic Auto Group. Do you know what it takes to be number one? Do you know what it really means to be number one, like number one in the whole United States? Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here to tell you about Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Trucks. They're number one in Ram chassis sales in 2014 for the whole country. And number one sales means number one inventory. With hundreds of Ram chassis available and upfitted from a standard flatbed to mechanic service and crane bodies to accommodate every industry. Whether farming, ranching, construction, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, delivery, hotshot, or even oil and gas. The team at the Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center has your inventory. Call today for your best deal. Let me give you the phone number. It's 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 or visit bbdodge.com. The Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center, 547 South Seguin Avenue in New Braunfels, and a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. All right, we're back with In the Oil Patch. Alvin Bailey, tell us how people can win that $100 gift certificate to Texas Pride Barbecue. Well, first, Roy, let's talk about Texas Pride Barbecue and Tony Talanco. What a great place. One of my favorite places to go. Well, we're going to make it interesting today on how you're going to win or can win a $100 gift certificate to Texas Pride Barbecue. They're on 1604, just about four miles from Highway 87 east over on the south side of San Antonio. The way you can win a hundred dollar gift certificate today you need to go to shalemag.com again i'm gonna give you that web address shalemag.com you're going to email your reply just tell us who's on the cover of the january 2015 edition of shale mag email kim at shalemag.com and if you've got the right answer and you're the first one to email you'll win a hundred dollar gift certificate to texas pride barbecue again go to shalemag.com and tell us who's on the cover of the 2015 the january 2015 edition of shale oil and gas business magazine all right thank you alvin bailey we'll be back with kim Bolato and our guest rebecca klein coming up right after this message from the calic auto group hi folks alvin bailey here you know i could spend the next 60 seconds telling you how blue bonnet ford sells more super duty trucks than any other dealer in south texas i could also tell you that Blue Bonnet Ford sells more fleet vehicles than any other Ford dealer in South Texas. I could even tell you about the 13 President's Awards that Blue Bonnet Ford has received, but I'd rather tell you why. Look, it's no secret the oil patch will 
punish your work trucks day in and day out, and even your built Ford Tough trucks, well, they need to be serviced too. So, do you let them sit for weeks at your local dealership, or do you call Teresa? You see, Bluebonnet Ford has Teresa. When you call Teresa, her team will pick up your Ford truck for service and provide you with a 24-hour diagnosis. Most authorized repairs are done and your truck is delivered back to the oil patch in just a few days. That's the Bluebonnet difference. So don't let downtime cost you thousands. Call Teresa today and keep your fleet working. Here's the number, 210-643-4391. Again, write it down, 210-643-4391, or check us on the web at bbmotors.com. Bluebonnet Ford, a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. Here's Alvin Bailey with our brand new segment, Ask the Expert. When I was a kid growing up in the 70s, it was pretty common to see litter come flying out the window of a car driving in front of you. Some fish and game species were harvested almost to the point of extinction. Our rivers, streams, and reservoirs, well, they've all seen their fair share of unneeded runoff pollution. However, in recent history, humans and industry alike have made great strides toward a better conservation of our natural resources through recycling and environmental awareness. On today's Ask the Expert, we learn how the oil and gas industry have become good stewards of our planet. Omar Garcia, welcome to this week's Ask the Expert. Thanks, Alvin. Omar, what are some of the environmental protections that are in place in the oil and gas industry today? The environment and the protection of South Texas, as we know it, is the number one priority for our companies. These companies go above and beyond what's required by the Railroad Commission and the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality. And they do that because they want to continue to have that social license to operate. They want to do what's right for the community and do what's right for South Texas. To ensure all operations have minimal impact to the environment around potential drill sites, all oil and natural gas companies conduct necessary environmental impact assessments. Companies work hand-in-hand with environmental agencies and special scientists using the latest technological advancements to come up with an assessment plan that will protect the air, land, and water. Operators are investing in infrastructure by installing hundreds of miles of pipeline to transport oil and natural gas from the wellhead, thus reducing traffic on the roads, not only helping with emissions, but this makes the roads safer as well. Steer and our members work with Eagle Ford area organizations to reclaim land with South Texas native seeds. In other words, once that well uh, is producing and the rigs have moved, the operators go above and beyond So when a well is producing, they go back and plant the native seeds. They incur those additional costs so that when the habitat comes back, they recognize their natural environment. In addition, Alvin, steer members work throughout the region on beautification projects, making sure litter is picked up on and off the roads, helping to keep our country roads clean. As an organization, Steer recognizes companies throughout the Eagleford Shell region who are doing their part to preserve the environment by offering the annual Eagleford Excellence Awards. Recipients of this award are recognized throughout the region as good stewards of the environment. Our third annual Eagleford Excellence Awards will be this November. We will begin to take nominations in the next couple of months. We'll hope the bring more information to you at a later date on those Eagleford Excellence Awards. Yeah, we certainly want to get that information out for the awards. We want to cover that. Omar Garcia, thank you for joining us today. And again, we have an awesome group of industry experts available, and they're eager to answer your questions about the oil and gas industry in Texas. Email your questions to expert at shalemag.com. Again, expert at shalemag, that's S-H-A-L-E mag, M-A-G, Rebecca Klein is a principal of Klein Energy, LLC, an energy consulting company based in Austin, Texas. Her clients include international and domestic companies focused on penetrating or expanding in the North American power sector. 
Prior to starting her own company in 2006, Ms. Klein was the chairman of the Public Utilities Commission of Texas, during which time she oversaw the restructuring of the state's $36 billion electric power industry. From 2007 to 2013, Ms. Klein was chairman and vice chairman of the Lower Colorado River Authority, the largest river authority in Texas. Presently, Ms. Klein sits on the board of directors of Avista Corporation, National Institute of Renewable Energy, and Power Across Texas. Ken Blatto, what a guest we have today. It's a very special guest, Roy. Something else that's amazing to me, I feel like I need to salute Becky, is she's also a retired lieutenant colonel in the United States Air Force Reserves. So she's a veteran of Desert Storm, and she also received her academic training in Stanford University, Georgetown University, and St. Mary's Law School. Welcome, Becky. Kim, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here on your show in the oil patch. Thank you so much for being here. You're doing some amazing work with some kids and universities, and we're here to talk a little bit about that. So why don't we start off by telling us a little bit about Power About Texas and what its mission is. Sure. Power Across Texas got started about seven years ago, and it's underwritten by a very diverse group of energy companies. They comprise generators in the power market, river authorities, the municipal utility of San Antonio, CPS Energy, the municipal utility of Austin, Austin Energy. We have co-ops like Guadalupe Valley Electric Co-op. We have large users of energy like steel companies, Nucor Steel and CMC Steel, and even other very avant-garde companies like O-Power, who's into social behavior and how to change people's behavior related to energy. So we're a very diverse group, and uh, we are interested as an organization to try to come together and find solutions to some of our most vexing energy issues in the state today. So tell us some of the ways that Power Across Texas helps find solutions to the energy issues. Well, one of the ways is we have a program called Texas Energy Innovation Challenge, and we host that program every two years. And so this year, 2015, is the third time that we do it. And we partner with universities across the state, and it's a scholarship competition. And so Power Across Texas comes up with a particular problem set that they want our top talent across our universities to help address. And this is always at the graduate student level, and it has to be multidisciplinary. So Not all the students can be engineer graduate students. Not all of them can be MBA. They have to be a mixed set of different interdisciplines. Perfect. So what are the topics this year of the Texas Energy Innovation Challenge? What are you all looking for and why is it so important? This year, we picked our topic to be what to do with the water that's produced from fracking wells and what is a commercially uh, viable or near commercially viable solution for produced water from fracking wells. And the industry has been obviously grappling with this issue for some time now. And it's gotten some um, misperception about how water is used or can be used in the industry. And so we want to not only help underwrite graduate students to address this problem, but the other thing, we want them to become interested in it and to also understand what the facts are about it. You know, that's so important because there is a lot of technology that's out there that can be utilized. And there's also a lot more technology that I'm sure we are right on the cusp 
of either creating or inventing. And some of our smartest young people and putting their great brain power to work to create something that's amazing, that's a solution, would just be an awesome thing to see happen. So what universities are, are with Power Across Texas and how many students are we talking about and how are they involved this year with Texas Energy Innovation Challenge? So with the Texas Energy Innovation Challenge, we have this year 20 students across the state involved, graduate students, and we have five universities. We have Texas A&M, UT Austin, UT El Paso, Texas Tech, and University of Houston. So each of those universities are working as we speak with a group of four graduate students. They've been working throughout the spring semester addressing this issue, working closely with faculty supervisors, and they are writing a proposal to provide such a solution. And then we bring them to Austin on May 1st. It's a Friday. And they will spend at the Capitol all morning each team pitching their proposed solution to a group of expert judges, and an exciting group of expert judges. And they will all win some award scholarship money that nice. at different levels. So now, do you also, I believe I heard you say that, that you have partners that are also major oil and gas companies that are coming together, or are there other partners that are a part of this group? We do. We have underwriters. For example, the Texas Water Recycling Association is an underwriter. STW Resources is an underwriter. Guadalupe Valley Electric Company, LCRA. And we have other oil and gas companies that are lending their talent and human assets. By that, they're partnering with the university teams. So for example, Pioneer is partnering with UT El Paso. Apache is partnering with Texas Tech. Um, Abengoa Water is partnering with A&M and so on. And they are working to mentor the student group to provide them resources as far as, you know, information resources and helping guide their solution. So the energy industry, some of the majors are actually assisting to try to bring and evolve some better technology that possibly is available to them through what research, what might be evolving. Yes. So the the students ultimately are driving what the outcome will be, but the industry partners are helping mentor them and helping guide what's in the realm of reality and where they can find further resources and what's been tried before and hasn't worked, things like that. That's so important. Can we also, real quick, tell me a little bit about you had said that it requires the students to go to different areas of expertise because to create something, and it's a great technology that you just created, but it's not able to be utilized because it is not cost-effective. So can we talk a little bit more about what's the expectation of the students? Um, Yes. One reason that we require that it be a diverse, multidiscipline group of students is because we want to make sure that their solution is addressing not only the economic financial realities and prospects, but also whether there are any policy or legal barriers, and if so, how do they get around to that or address it? Um, whether there's any engineering technical aspects that need to be addressed and what their recommendations are in that regard, geological issues that need to be identified. So they have to work together across their campus to understand all these systemic issues that make for a very robust solution. Very, very nice. So what happens next? 
So the exciting part is that we have learned from prior Texas Energy Innovation Challenges that it doesn't necessarily stop there after they finish their oral presentations before judges. Power Across Texas has a precedent now of continuing to move the ball forward, and we'd like to be able to work with industry to provide some kind of financial resources to continue this issue so that Either the resources can be used to further the potential solution that number one winning team has or to be able to provide some resources to fund an additional follow-on study. So we want to make sure that whatever we do together with industry as a whole is continuing to further this solution in very tangible ways and that we just don't award them scholarship monies, and then walk away and go home. It lives on. I think that is so important because there is a whole entire generation of a lot of individuals that really have very little understanding of oil and gas and have so much to offer. And so this is a great way of introducing them, the students, grad students, into possibly a career, looking at how much do individuals in oil and gas make. It's another great opportunity. I think we've furthered the discussion of possibly looking at energy days at these universities to continue the discussion. And I know you've seen support from some of the major oil and gas companies to try to do this. So I do believe this is a great combination of everybody coming together and wanting to support a solution for some of the problems that currently exist in the industry. So thank you so much for uh, being here. Is there anything else? When does the challenge occur again and the date? And So the actual uh, live oral presentations are at the Capitol on May 1st, and the public is welcome. It's also going to be live streamed. We certainly invite industry to come and watch what these uh, students have come up with. I will also say that there's a steering committee of elected officials that have been helping guide this very as well. Involved. All three railroad commissioners are very much involved in we have Chairman Troy Frazier, Charles Perry, and Jim Keffer involved as well. So what can somebody expect on May 1st when we all head to the Capitol for this competition? So it'll be held at one of the hearing rooms, E1.026, and it starts at 8 a.m. And the each of the five student teams will get up and present for 20 minutes before a panel of seven judges. But we will also have something else special going on. Chairman Christy Craddock has already confirmed that she's going to kick off our day at 8 a.m., by giving a special message. And we have some of the other steering committee members that are going to come throughout the morning between 8 and 12. And this provides the students an opportunity to realize that this is really important for the state of Texas. And their elected officials throughout the state are tuned in. And we're looking and supporting it and supporting it. So we hope to vest them in that. And also we hope that industry will show up so that they can the students can really get that extra added interface with industry. And we'll have a lunch that we'll sponsor for the students and the faculty and the sponsors as well. We look forward to seeing I'm excited to see who will win this competition. And I was going to just discuss a little bit about the Energy Day that we discussed a little bit earlier. And one of the things that's really exciting to me is the possibility of us having Energy Days throughout the universities and colleges to really engage the students to help them to understand a little bit more, answer questions they may have, clear up some misconceptions that are going out on out there. 
So what does that look like to you, and what do you hope to see happen with Energy Days? What a great idea, because there's a lot of misinformation that's out in the public domain. That's one of the reasons Power Across Texas was formed in the first place. And I, I think we have created a platform, especially with this year's Texas Energy Innovation Challenge on the Water Energy Nexus, to move this forward onto campuses. We have not only the steering committee that we'd like to keep engaged and potentially show up at Energy Days on university campuses, but then we also have even our seven judges that are experts. Um, we have an Israeli water company being re- represented at IDE Technologies. We have Texas Water Recycling Association, and we have the Mitchell Foundation that is represented as a judge, among others. So if we can also continue to engage our judges to go and participate in some way at Energy Day at different university campuses with uh, student energy club groups and also with faculty so that they could see all sides of the discussion and continue their critical thinking skills and understand what's right and what's wrong. Well, Becky, as we have discussed earlier, uh, you can always count on Shell Magazine to support and sponsor the Energy Day. Hopefully, this is a yearly event that we can start the discussion at a university level and a college level to help the brightest talent that are graduating to come into the energy sector because they're desperately wanted and needed. So I do thank you today for being here and uh, look forward to continuing this discussion on Power Across Texas. And, of course, we will be covering it, the event May 1st at the Capitol. So thank you for joining us, Becky. It's my pleasure to be in in the oil patch. Becky, before you go, I have to ask you, how did you get started on this journey to end up being the chairman of the Public Utility Commission and with the Lower Colorado River Authority? Very influential, very powerful organizations. Did this is something you set out to do or it just happened by accident? Serendipitous. It was all very serendipitous, and I had been working for the governor at that time, George uh, W. Bush, as a policy director and following energy and telecommunications, and I had worked as a a policy director, as an attorney at the Public Utility Commission, Um, so I had the background and experience. Because these are two very important organizations in the state of Texas. A lot of average people don't know that, but... Uh, Were you surprised when you got to working for them, how much influence and power they do have? I was, and I certainly took it seriously, and I have learned um, since that time every day I've learned something new. Great (laughs) foundation. Yes, that's true, and I enjoy working with the industry repeatedly today, and then in the future I hope to continue doing that. Now, if people are listening right now and they want to get more information information about your company, how do they get in touch with you? What's the best way? Email me, Becky at PowerAcrossTexas.org, Becky at PowerAcrossTexas.org. Becky Klein, thank you so much for being with us today on In the Oil Patch. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Roy. All right. We'll be back right after these words from the Calic Auto Group. Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here. You know, I could spend the next 60 seconds telling you how Blue Bonnet Ford sells more Super Duty trucks than any other dealer in South Texas. I could also tell you that Blue Bonnet Ford sells sells more fleet vehicles than any other Ford dealer in South Texas. I could even tell you about the 13 President's Awards that Blue Bonnet Ford has received, but I'd rather tell you why. Look, it's no secret the oil patch will punish your work trucks day in and day out, and even your built Ford Tough trucks, well, they need to be serviced too. So, do you let them sit for weeks at your local dealership, or do you call Teresa? You see, Blue Bonnet Ford has... 
Teresa. When you call Teresa, her team will pick up your Ford truck for service and provide you with a 24-hour diagnosis. Most authorized repairs are done and your truck is delivered back to the oil patch in just a few days. That's the Blue Bonnet difference. So don't let downtime cost you thousands. Call Teresa today and keep your fleet working. Here's the number, 210-643-4391. Again, write it down, 210-643-4391, or check us on the web at bbmotors.com. Blue Bonnet Ford, a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. All right, Kim Blatto, what a great guest we had on today. Excellent guest. Amazing things she's doing, uh, along with Power Across Texas as well. Well, tell us what's coming up again and so maybe other things in the uh, Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. I know you've got a lot of exciting stories, a lot of interesting things that are in the magazine. The partnerships that we are creating with cities like Corpus Christi and and their community at a grassroots level, as well as Houston and Permian Basin. A lot of times I get approached, well, where can we find Shell Magazine, or how can we get involved, or how can we get a copy? And basically, since we're statewide now, we've just exploded. Pretty much you can find us in almost any HEB and through the corridors of Eagle Ford Shell, Permian Basin. We've branched off into marketing, um, search optimization, business cards, brochures, collateral, you name it, we are doing. We are a marketing company officially now. Also, you have, of course, advertising, if they want to be in the magazine, a radio show. Exactly. All right. And I'd also like to say, though, that, um, you know, we welcomed a new partner, which is uh, Texas Pride Barbecue. Mm -hmm. You can also find Shell Magazines out there at their location as well. Alvin Bailey, tell us again if people want to win a $100 gift certificate to Texas Pride Barbecue, one of the greatest barbecue places in the state. $100 worth of great barbecue. And like I said earlier, Roy, we're going to make it interesting this week. Go to shalemag.com, and if you want to win a $100 gift certificate to Texas Pride Barbecue, be the first person to email Kim. I'm going to give you her email address in a second. But tell us, who's on the cover of the January 2015 edition? There, and, I, and I'll give you a hint. There are one of two right possible answers. One of two answers can be correct. Kim at shalemag.com. First correct answer wins 100 bucks to Texas Pride. Thank you, Alvin Bailey. Thank you, Kim Bellato, for being with us this week. We'll see you next week for more In the Oil Patch. I'm Roy Holly. So long. You've been listening to In the Oil Patch with Roy Holly, Kim Bellato, and Alvin Bailey. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer.